Welcome back to the fucking show. I'm Christopher. This is Eric. Here you go. Uh, how much money did they steal from people? So well, originally, a, a accidentally charge. Block chip's not the thief here. Block chip chip is negligent, at the least. I will say. So let's go back to when this all started, January 2020. Messages from Usman and Farhad and all these random people at Repair Desk. Come on. Come on, we do the best. The best in the industry. We'll do it. We'll do this. Here's a demo. Let's do that. Uh, what was it? Twelve ninety nine, eleven ninety nine. Then it was eight ninety nine, and then it was back to twelve ninety nine. Mm-hmm. So Christmas twenty twenty, we signed up. Cool, eleven ninety nine special. Didn't come with one of the label printers and a bunch of stuff we had to pay for after, and then it still didn't work, and we didn't actually use it. We put our inventory in, but then we took it out. Then it crashed. Every time we spent four or five hours. It was just a bad process. And unfortunately for Usman, back then I didn't have a voice or a care to like talk shit about it. Mm-hmm. For me, it doesn't work. And to a lot of people, they just, they, they see these names and they're like, they're pillars of the community, so they won't speak up about it. There was too many bugs for us not to say, okay, pest control time. It was not worth my time. But as a contingency of having repair desk, you had two options. You could try and integrate with Square. It kept failing, kept failing. It would not integrate. So he's like, all right, get block chip. You don't have to use them. I don't have to use them, but I need them. So I got them. I signed up for block chip, got the rep. Hey, here's your little merchant thing, an extra mm-hmm. $3.99. Mm-hmm. I just wanted everything to work. It didn't f-ing work. Because it didn't work, we left it unplugged. I said, all right, cool. I'm going to take this $1,200 hit. I'll write it off on my taxes as a bad investment. I did. I wrote that off. Lost an inventory, shorted it, boom. It sat in a box. I never sold it. I got that off on my taxes. I was like, okay, it's a bad investment. I declared it as a bad investment. Still, hadn't heard anything. Six months went by. Somebody called me. I was like, oh, you know, you really got to start using this. I was like, maybe I will. Maybe they updated it. Maybe they give a shit now. Maybe they don't. Because for some reason, as soon as I scheduled another call to get it restarted and fix the bugs... The rep disappeared. This is on repair desk again still. Blockchip had never at any point up until this point spoken to me, called me, asked me why I wasn't processing. They knew the gig because this happens to a lot of people. They just don't process. The funny part is that I heard again from one of their people on WhatsApp or Telegram another six months later, 2021, Hey, we should come back. We got a lot more going on. This is what it is. It's going to be fun. And I said, no, absolutely. Don't contact me. I'm done with it. I'm still in the groups, unfortunately. So I Mm -hmm. see all the people about every little thing. Every tiny little thing. And what admins take away so people can't about. And, you know, there was a a time where they went from like 1.0 to 2.0 and killed half of their user's base without telling anyone. And we're like, we'll have our dev team try and fix it. So I was trying to find your post because I know it was trending there for a minute. Oh, yeah. It's it's gone again. I found the post on our page. You know, they can't wipe that Mm -hmm. out. But Well, it's it's one of those things. You pick and choose. Repair Desk is technically the person that started this. And it's unfortunate because they are the ones who put their name on it. Usman made that choice for the convenience of his customers. He's only liable by directing people to the fraudulent activity. Now, he would be brought in, deposed, if there was any type of court action. Mm-hmm. But 
come to November of 2021, what was it, the 21st, we all got notifications for a charge on our bank account. $295. If you've seen the previous podcast, you'll understand. This year? 2022, sorry. Um, So this last week, we got a $295 charge. I didn't notice it. I saw somebody else bitching in the groups about it. I'm like, there's no way. I I haven't used them in a year and a half. Mm -hmm. I didn't even run a card through them. I have their equipment in a box. Made a post about it. I was like, look at the cables in the box. It's dead, Ma. It's dead. It's almost like it's tied up in its own cable, so it's like strong. It was, it is there's more run. dust on it than a dead body, I guarantee it. That's how dead it is. It is like dead, dead. Going back to the earth, dead. Mm-hmm. Never to be used. And sure as shit, there's a charge on my account from EPX Merch Settlement. Numbers, blah, blah, blah. And so I reach out and I'm like, hey, you know, you charged me two ninety five. I haven't used you guys in almost two years. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do? Well, Blockchip has no idea about this. At the time, I'm one of three people who caught it. Unfortunately, this is news to them. They had ceased all operations with EPX. EPX is their sister company they were doing business with to settle all their merchants in, mm-hmm. in batches. So the way it worked was we were in contract with Blockchip. Their contracts, even though it wasn't, you know, cancel at any time, don't use us, doesn't matter, had a different contract or sub a guarantee with EPX and how they yeah. would batch out every day or batch out every week or whatever you had selected. But there was a termination fee for however many clients that did not get paid by Blockchip. The weird point, the very weird point. Post everything actually hitting the accounts, we can't charge it back. The bank won't allow us. There's no option. There's only two types of transactions that will not allow you to dispute. One is a legal settlement. Two is like going to direct wire transfer. A direct wire transfer. So tell me, I haven't contacted the bank yet because my local branch has been closed because of Thanksgiving and stuff. Tell me why it feels like Blockchip got sued. And then they had to settle it with the accounts payable, which is all of our user accounts in this profile or this proxy. And they didn't have enough money, so then the people took the payment info and just ran it through. That's the possibility, or they recovered it that way. Because lawyers will do whatever they want. I, I've been sued before. We've had this conversation. This is typically what the the settlement officers well, they, do. They got their money, so they just that's your to, problem now. Yeah, they just send it to whoever's bank. So if they sent it to my bank, sent it to your bank, sent it to your bank, and they're like, okay, we have a bill for an early contract fee, termination fee, that went through in court against Blockchip and all of their... Uh, profiles, processors, and people that were in contract at this date. That would be what I thought was in the thousands. Uh, I wrote this scathing email because I figured that EPX was associated with Blockchip and they were pulling an exit scam. It was a very obvious, hey, they charged me for something that wasn't supposed to be charged. I'm not in business with them. They have my account info and they're trying to pull a scam. Mm -hmm. So from my end, it looked like, okay, I get to sue these people. We know I love lawsuits. It's $300. I'll make thousands. Even small claims, this is a slam dunk. But a class action lawyer gets a hold of it, and they'll milk every dollar through bankruptcy. Resolution doesn't matter. They'll take um, them for every penny that exists. Exactly. So I wrote this email on a very frustrated Monday. Have at it. You've charged my business account ending in And what seems to be other hundred business owners for something without permission nor express legal allowance. 
Therefore, I am demanding a full refund of my money within seven business days, December 1st. I would expect to see my letter following this email soon after the request. If there has not been a final understanding post the seven business day period, December 1st, I will in fact contact the other users in the group and we all we will all hold you liable for loss and the damages. Needless to say, the matter at hand has ruined the trust you held with clients considering we haven't been in over a year. The matter is far worse for those who you have informed information on but do not hold contracts or should be in business with. It brings much more concern over liability of consumer laws and such. Just process the refund with haste and to be done with it all. Now, if you're in business and you don't know the subtleties of pressure points, it, it's not always needed. Now, and I know Benjamin would probably hate to have anyone ever learn about the strength in legal, but legal is needed for any operating policy, especially if you're doing a lot or volume of business. You can be constantly in retail and just have one shitty customer. Mm -hmm. Somebody throw a punch at you. doesn't matter. You know, somebody trip and fall and hit their back. You have to either have knowledge in legal or know the pressure points or have somebody in legal. Either way, get legal insurance. John Felix, he knows. He's the guy who got me into legal insurance before I even had my first lawsuit. It's contact him. He's a constitutionalist. He's a great guy. But... These are the pressure points where it's, here's your information. Here's the Here, info. Here's the time frame, which you, you go where, when, right how, when, where, how, and here's your liability. Mm -hmm. Here's where I can press the liability for legal concern. And here's where the negligence could lay. So and it's all not, that in a what in a how gives legal lawyer, a lawyer, a why, a where, when they'll figure it out. Yeah. Cause this isn't a threat. It is a demand. This it, is a legal demand notice. Yeah. And I sent a certified letter with the same notice mm -hmm. that night, dropped it in the mail the next morning. It already arrived today. My point being, this is a prime example of, Hey, you have an exact time frame to get me my money. Now, I'm not saying I'm some big billionaire, you know, oh, fuck with me, I'll crush you. There's nothing in that. It's this, not the this money. This is what happened. This is a potential recourse. Mm -hmm. uh, this is what I want. This knowing is what I Knowing your expected. action, knowing what you're going to do before you do it is half and not, well, it's probably 90% of the battle. If you know what you're going to do in a response to something, then you know what they're going to do. Yeah. And so there's a big thing where it's the what if. This brought up. How much of my data do they have and what can they do with it? Now they're starting to take tiny bits of my, like we don't keep much in the bank account for this business. This business maybe has 15 grand floating at any time, mm -hmm. waiting for deposits, waiting for deductions. And we pay the credit cards for the, the business for that, even yeah. though it's a sole proprietor on this business. But that is its own separate thing. I have my own accounts, manage my own money. That happens and manages itself. When it gets under like 10 grand, then I'm like, oh shit, what are you guys doing? You know? But it, it's got its own thing. So when there's a random, somebody has access to it, that's the oldest account that I own at the moment because it was my personal account before the business account got changed to a business account, whole thing. Yeah. So I was pissed and I was like, okay, so who's got the liability? Who's got the info and how do they have the ability? What we still don't know is what they use to charge us because I made assumptions on Facebook and I was like, okay, well they could have done this, that, or the other, but I went off the numbers that Usman had recommended Blockchip with. Oh, they're a company that got 60,000 users. This is what I remember this 
selling I, this I remember to me. them talking about how big they were, how many people they helped, how convenient they make it, how easy and effective everything was. And then your phone call today that I read a little so bit. So yesterday I got a call from a female. And they were like, okay, we've processed your refund, expected within 48 hours, Monday at the, the latest. Holiday. I got a call today. There is no refund. They needed my bank account and routing number because they don't have it. So how? How did they get <laughs> How did they process that money through EPX if they don't even have my details? Which led me, after the conversation on the phone, to believe that this is a legal settlement instead. Did now, EPX have all the info and they never touched it? Because then that's another, yeah. that's a whole other layer. I was I was not in contract with EPX. I was in contract with Blockchip. Mm-hmm. And it was only a short contract. Didn't have to process anything. Just had to make sure the connection was there. Now, the whole point was that this company would hold it. Privacy laws are there. Nobody else would get it. So how did it get out? So when I got the call today and he's like, oh, I don't have that. Here, let me tell you a little bit about the company since you've never actually done business with us. I invited him on the podcast too. After all this, I said, hey, Paul, come on here. You can talk about whatever you want to talk about. We'll Mm -hmm. discuss the issue and how you're going to make it right for customers. He unfortunately declined my offer, but it's open. If you want to come in here, tell me about your business. Tell me what you do for everybody, how you're better than everyone or how you're worse. I don't care what you want to tell me. Have a conversation. It's much easier. Say your piece. The problem is Facebook gives you a facade, this like fucking shield where people can, I can wear a fancy watch. I can buy a Cuban. I can take some pictures and be like, yo, I'm on my boat, bitch. Motherfucker, I don't even like to swim. You don't know me. That's why you're on a boat. This is why we're on a podcast. So you can get to know me. You know me. They don't know me. There was a time where Eric didn't know me and he absolutely hated working for me. That is a true story. It's in one of these episodes here. It it ruined his relationship. It was horrible. Watch that episode. It was a catalyst. It was a catalyst. Yeah. But we, we are like oil and water and we still, it's, it's smooth. It may not bond, but it's smooth. Yeah, we chill. Modern oil chill. So Paul calls me, gives me the breakdown. I thought sixty thousand, fifteen million, twenty million dollars. I said, okay, maybe thirty thousand. What is it, like twelve million, ten million? It was like twelve point five, whatever. Yeah. He said the high end is five hundred. They have five hundred users. But I thought you helped thousands of people daily. Okay, so the sales pitch says thousands daily. Company itself is a company that doesn't just do the repair industry. There's five hundred there. So, okay, that is 150 grand. So there's still $150,000 that was billed, 147,500 actually to be specific for the number he gave me. But that's an estimate on his end. He can't d- disclose it. But I will say 150 grand is still a lot of money to your average people, especially a business. If I went and billed, and I have probably over 2,000 credit cards I could run right now because we, were with, we withhold that information. We get authorizations. Uh-huh. We have bills that we run for people monthly. So if I went and billed 500 people and ran 295 like that, how many people do you think would actually contact me? You'd have 20% that wouldn't do anything. Nothing. They, they, they'd they would forget. Notice, they wouldn't they'd, care. Oh, they'd must have been a subscription, something. Yeah. But that's the case. In oh, this, shit. rent came out. Something. We have the fact that only 105 people out of 500 have reached out. Blockchip knows of roughly 500 people that were affected. And they're not automatically processing. You have to submit. They don't have your details. So my concern for Paul 
and that company is. They need to do everything and get in front of this. And I told him, I was like, if I was you, I'd put a stack of money on the table and say, come and get it. Anybody who wants their piece, two ninety five. you send me, like, put it everywhere. Put ads on it. Hey, we got fucked over and we're going to do right by you. Here's our money. We're sticking behind it. To you, it's 150 grand. Hypothetically, he doesn't spend that much, but he saves his business because the face of this mm-hmm. It, it, we are the service industry. We'll spread this around everywhere. Well, the, the tr- I know every oil maker uh, or oil field person. I know every truck, cargo, uh, line. I know every business owner in Sacramento will not use block chip over this issue. The trust is broken. If they yeah. at least get ahead of it, like it's, man, remember that really shitty thing? At least they've recovered pretty gracefully, may, maybe in a year. I tried to give them the tip. I almost said, hey, Put a bunch of money on a table and say, hey, listen, we got screwed, but we're standing behind you. Something. There's, there's so, it's just so But good. even like 300 bucks out of my pocket. Give me your info. I got exactly. you. Like, hey, come get your piece. Send me a screenshot that you got this by these assholes. Don't give the people the idea that they can just come and go, oh, okay, who was these it? These fucking clowns at this company oh, screwed yeah. everyone. And then, hey, we'll fix you'll it. You'll get 5% of people that will put in fake screenshots. But still... That'll cover the the 10% of people who aren't going to request at all. But then but you then got, they still would have some record somewhere that money went to this person. So like if someone does a fake screen, they have zero. You know, they have zero, zero info. Uh-oh. They have no info whatsoever. Who got affected? It wasn't them who charged it. It's like saying, I don't know who McDonald's charged today, but I'm going to pay everyone back. How do you find that out? McDonald's won't give me the info. The company EPX isn't even talking to them. Uh-huh. From what he told me, they will not give him any info, talk to him. It's a bad disconnect. So it's it's something happened there and something he's not talking about. I wish he would tell me if he was sued and this is a legal settlement, that is much easier to be like, hey, guys, we were sued. And in the contract, unfortunately, we allowed them to sue and then batch you. So we're going to cover your costs. Everyone reach out, be prepared for this. There was people who had no money in the bank, are broke right now. Negative There's 200 bucks. Yeah, negative 295 on some of them, plus the overdraft fees. Another 60 bucks on top. Yeah, well, every day. Yeah. Like a business account. Any going, day you bing, don't even bing, 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 bing. So my point being, you have options, Paul. There are many options here. Do not pick the bad one. It will destroy your credibility. Like there are so many... Do not hide behind repair desk. Do not let them make the forward move for you. The idea that it's only a certain amount of money doesn't cover the liability. This is pure negligence. It's a shitty hiccup. I understand you're not at pure fault for this, but you still have liability. It's it's a problem. You are the withholder of this information. It happened. You didn't get out in front of it before people started asking questions. Considering they still had to have the information or make some type of idea that this would happen. It it couldn't just happen for nothing. It would have been in the paperwork. The lawyers would have known about it. If there was a separation or a legal statement, Mm -hmm. no company or no real company, if they were in business with a sham company that made an exit poll, I don't know. They could have said something, but they're not saying enough. So to most people and like people like Benjamin, it's only $300 and they're making the good buy. It doesn't really matter. You're made whole. That's not my point. I don't want to get into a pissing match about the morale, the the politics of it. Mm-hmm. To me, there is a security breach here of our information that was willfully given to another company 
and then allowed to be part like partly uh, manipulated in prove, some way. Prove it was an accident. Prove you got sued. Show somewhere that it's not entirely your fault, and people will be able to trust again. Yeah. If this is some shadow operation you're trying to sweep under the rug, people are never going to come back. Yeah, exactly. And it's not just going to stay in the repair sector. Like we can look up who uses block chip. We can go by Instagram tags or business owners and I can, I bet you it'd be a lot easier to find out who uses block chip and notify them of the security breach because it is a security breach. Like this is what they did with 500 of their users data. Even if it's not their fault, there's ways to find out who uses block chip. Yeah. Like if you get one retail store that has 500 locations to shut their their contract off with them, then you've basically covered somebody else who's got, like, say Jamba Juice has. What? Say they happen to use that. that say they happen something. to use it. And they got 1,200 locations. That's another $350,000, dollars what if they were charged? You know what I mean? Uh -huh. So, and I understand they're a new company and this is how it is. It's on the blockchain, yada, yada. There's a difference in protecting people's money and protecting people's privacy. I don't give a shit. I'm not the guy. You want my bank account and routing number? I sent it to you over email. You're going to give me my 295? Great. It wasn't the money. It's the pure liability and that nobody from your side reached out before Facebook reached out. That's what killed me. And that's why you got clickbaited in the last title, which I'm just saying. If I had never heard the, the 60,000 number from uh, Usman or any of his team, and, and that's so funny. My point being, and the core asset here is, before you start going trying to be the white knight for Blockchip or EPX or fucking Repair Desk, understand that it's your data, it's your privacy, your information and the ability somebody can just reach into your pocket at any time is what block chip has caused the ability or given the ability to somebody to do. And who knows if they sold that to someone else. Exactly. What if it was China? What if it was uh, Russia that was in your backyard saying, hey, these are just my tomatoes? Well, your wife gave me a key. You know what I mean? Your mm -hmm. wife is liable for giving the key out. You know, like... But still, somebody's stealing. Don't care what they stole. Why was the key given? Yeah. You understand? Your uncle told me that you keep a key under your mat, so I made a copy for me, too. He's liable. He can be sued. Yeah. That's the, the law has strict regulations and guidance for shit like this. And I'm sure that's why I got a call. It seems like he's calling a lot of people, covering up, like, here's what it is. He was like, my wife's been working on this. I'm working on this. I, I guess his wife works for him. I'm glad it's a family-run business. I get it. But there is a better way to get in front of it than making one-by-one -one phone calls to 500, maybe more or less, customers. Mm -hmm. And he really stressed that he's putting his own money on the line here. I don't know if that's a lot of money to him. If I did this, 150 grand would be a drop in the bucket, a drop in the bucket to the type of business that I'm in. He's got to process more than 150 grand a month in profit. Has they, to. They take two percent, take one percent, whatever they batch. I know they split it in certain micro cents to people, but I would say even take out a what is a smart biz loan, take out a grant, get it, get it handled, pay the people back, 
and then sue yourself. He, the wife or lady who talked to me yesterday said that they were in talks with the lawyers, litigation, trying to figure out their legal recourse. I said, sure, as long as you make me whole, make sure that my data is secure, then we're good. I got no problem. I'll take down my post, do whatever. You know, I, I took down the, the 60K, $10 million post. I was like, hey, rough estimate is like 10, $15 million if this is how many people. Paul asked me, he was like, hey, if you want to amend your numbers, we only got 500 people. Cool, great, rough estimate. Um, so I was like, I'll take that post down. Absolutely, the one comment, good. But then my post in the group that was, you know, got quite trending for a second, that one just disappeared from repair desk users. Gone. Gone. I don't think, I really don't think Usman likes me. Usman, do you like me? I like you. Like, come on, give me a hug. Let's be friends. You got $1,200 of my money with no, nothing, effort. Doesn't that make you like me? If you didn't know me, somebody just took money out of your your pocket like that. What mm-hmm. would what would you on average do? Just kind of eat it, or uh, no? I can't eat that. That's too much money for me. I'd have to call the company, see what they would do. Uh, if it's nothing, I have to call the bank, see what my protections are, see what they'd recommend, some sort of recourse. Like I'd have to do a lot of investigating. I'd have mm-hmm. to like take a day off work and handle this shit because it's, it's it's a lot. It's two three days worth of money. 300 bucks yeah. and a lot of people and, I, and and there's just one specific person and i don't know why this person just doesn't i didn't want to buy his course so i don't know if he doesn't like me i like him really like you ben there's no no problem there but he is defending it like it's not a big problem to people like him maybe not it's not there, a problem to him it would, there, it would ruin a, me do not get me wrong there is a privilege in this industry to people who think they are here they, they think because in an instant, you, you could be here. I know that I'm like here, right? And I get to here quite often. I like to spend my money. I like to do bad things. We understand that. But the people who hold themselves here and like nothing is ever a problem, they tend to wash away all the bad things until it piles up and all the bad things reach them. Mm-hmm. And then it's a mountain of shit that they got to get through. And I don't know why they just kind of like, kick it off their shoulder like it's not a big deal. No, I'm not going to wait. I'm going to handle this. I'm not going to rely on a third party to handle this. I'm going to reach out. I'm going to try and handle it myself, which the, I did. The third party is requiring you to send in information. So if you did nothing and waiting for it to be handled, exactly. nothing, nothing would happen. Like Usman reached out, made his statement after the fact. I had already emailed, sent a legal demand notice. There is... I've been through this, right? It's not, I'm not trying to say I'm better than or anything like that. I've been through similar instances where people have stolen in a certain way and I've needed to make those requests. And it's easy little pressure points like that that get like, okay, this person's not fucking around. They're going to go through with it versus the people are like, give me my fucking money back. You stole from me. A F you this up you that I'm going to do that. Burn this down. It's not going to get you anywhere. And there were, four people today it went from two to four like that when i posted the video who found out about a repair desk and said oh shit i didn't see this they it wasn't trending in the group because they had suppressed the posts so we helped they four just, people make their yeah. 300 dollars back even if those people noticed something was missing they might have just been like man parked costs are getting high yeah and then just shrugged it you know it was merch settlement so they probably thought it was settling a bill 
Oh shit! I never paid very, my taxes on whatever. Oh god, yeah. Who, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? I got you know? I got sued for something that was like, uh, I think it was a ticket that went to court, and I never paid, and it sued me. Became a twelve hundred dollar bill, and then they got it from my bank account when I started this location, and it was all the money in my account. I had eighteen hundred bucks at the time. This is back in the folding chair days, mm-hmm. and uh, chip in the chair. Dude, I fucking, I'm telling you, I had never quickly run over to a bank. I left the door unlocked, all my shit out. It was booming. There was customers. I ran. I had a helper, uh, Mikey, the guy who had the seizure. And um, I remember running to the bank asking, where's my money? They took 1350 bucks. It was a $1,200 bill, and then there was fees for the legal request and settlement. Because you could build for that if you don't know. Well, the bank bills. Yeah, the bank bills you for having to process That's it. weird. They had to use the additional manpower to process all that and the competing stuff. That's on you. That so there's no fee from the bank on this, which is also why I don't know if it's a legal settlement or not. It's, like, it's got to be It's got to be just a direct transfer. I, I don't pull. know. Yeah, because that's why it's so weird. But how would they have that information unless they had all your bank account routing and authorization information? I think they had to... We'll do all the payment for you. You don't even need to store the information. We'll we'll keep all these. We'll manage your account. Don't even worry about it. I believe Paul should give us the brass tacks of how EPX did this. Show us in the agreement what gave them yeah, the right to do exactly. so. exactly. Like, hey, sit down, Paul, camera here. Here's what they did. Here's why they were able to do it by law. And if they weren't, get everyone to class action sue them. And then you get your money back plus penal- whatever penalties and fees and take a percentage. Mm. Use your money to make more money. At least get the trust back. Oh, you get, oh, you would earn way more than that. Hey, we're going to help Imagine you. Imagine if sue everyone EPX. was billed 300 bucks and then they all sued for $3,000 each. What, you know, whatever the heck it ends up being. Yeah. yeah because that's, that's a come up. Everyone's happy. High fives all around. Dude. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's an interesting world we live in today. You know, what's always recession proof. Gold? The legal system. That too. Slip and falls don't stop. Just saying. They never. It's the world. No. It's the world. I'm telling you, uh, we had a lady that fell outside that has been harassing the landlord uh, in the dark because the lights weren't on. And it is a nightmare to deal with because the landlord still didn't fix the lights, still been getting calls. Well, they fixed lights and then they broke again immediately. Well, no, yeah, they turned them off. They turned off the timer. So then the lady came back to check with her lawyer. Lights were off. And the lawyer's just like, pack it Dude, up, we're going home. Only one side of the lights were on. And they so flicker like, on that side. No, it wasn't on at all because the timer, it was already fixed by well, them. Well, the, the other units, they just flicker. Yeah, Those yeah. Hardly the, the, over and there. Ours, ours are off. Yeah, ours are off. And so the day after she comes, I call. And I'm like, hey, uh, the marquee isn't working. Oh, okay, yeah, I thought we already had that fixed. Uh, you know, electrical guy came out and said he fixed it, billed us 500 bucks. I'm like, I've never seen him out here. Turns out they got swindled for like 1200 bucks. It's usually the same guy. So, like, I see his truck out there, and I'm like, oh, he's fixing some shit? Nope. Uh, then they had somebody else drill some lights out back, which is so interesting. Which also uh, turned off. Dude, oh, my God. They're they're not waterproof. They're not water resistant. They're indoor floodlights. It's we had the so fog, fun. so they probably misted them up, and now they're Dude, ruined. it's so bad. No. But, Block Chip, we appreciate the refund. Paul, I appreciate the call. I don't remember the female's name. I have it written down on a note somewhere. Um, start building up the trust. Put out a statement. 
put out some facts. I don't want an estimate. I want the numbers, the clear-cut numbers. Somebody like me who wants the evidence to support your case. I want to trust you. Shit, I want to do business with you. Make me some money. Rebuild that trust. We had plans to use Blockchip so many times. And not even just recently. We were going like, oh, you know what we should do? We, we definitely have the service. We should switch from Square. Well, Square's 1.97%, 1.67%. That's our premium rate. Oh, that's premium. That's the, yeah. But it's usually higher. It's, it's stupid for some of the, the invoices and the inventory. So we're like, okay, what if we went over to Ad Central and use Blockchip? That was uh, two, three weeks ago. After all this, you got to get that trust back. That, the box is staying in the box. So that's where we're at today. Happy hump day. If you notice anything, email us in the link below. Give us your facts, and we'll take it to them for you. We'll help you out. If you don't know how to get the money back, if you want any help or advice, if somebody's being difficult or you don't know the people to reach out to, we're here for you. Comment, like, subscribe. We'll see you later.